You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Markaba, markaba, markaba. We are back here on Squirrel Talk. I went Arabic this time for your nerve. Uh, how's everybody doing? Guess what? We're back here on Squirrel Talk, and I don't have a guest this time because I have the original, not the original, but like one of the original co-hostesses of Squirrel Talk. It's the one and only straight from Camp Wanakiki. What's that? Is that a, is that a squirrel? I have had my landlord remove a squirrel from my roof over and over for the last decade. Yes, it's it's the ghost of the dead squirrel haunting you. Oh, God, you're the dead one. There are several different ones. One has been dead on my balcony for a couple of years. He's finally gone. Now he's haunting me. You killed my brother. I did, and with good reason. Do you have any nuts? No, nuts? Nuts? I'll take nuts as a tribute. Hold on a second. I only know one person who likes nuts, and it's not a squirrel. Oh, you got me. Rip off squirrel head. Hi, it's me, Hillary Yes. It's Hillary Yes. Straight from Camp on a Kiki, season four, episode two. You never know what we're going to show up as as campy girls. So I'm going to be dressed as a tiny little squirrel. I, I'm surprised I could fit in that little body. I, I, you never thought I was that svelte, did you? Did you not take a, a little beaver with you to Camp Wanakiki? Uh, no, the beaver, that's actually Vicky's. You know Vicky's beaver purse. Yeah, I thought she gave it to you for, for, the, for the show. Did she not? Not for the show, um, but we I, I had it for the premiere party. Ah, that's where you wore it. That's where you had it. Yeah, I brought it to the premiere party and everyone loved my beaver purse and um, not me. So that was great. No, not you. No, nobody ever likes you. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. People are loving you. You did an incredible job so far on Camp Wanakiki. Oh Let's God. talk about your journey a little bit because this is an exciting thing that not enough people are watching. For those of you listening, it is available on Out TV mm-hmm. in North America. If you do not have a subscription, I have a password. I will give it to you. Or Hillary has a, a code to get you a discount to yeah, watch it. It's very cheap. It, it's good until the 31st, so that was over. That's over. Yeah, ago. it's done. Yeah, never mind. Never but mind. I mean, <laughs> you can you can get a free subscription for OutTV or, like, a cheap one for at least a month, like a lot of the services. Mm-hmm. Um, so catch up. Catch up. Um, but also, OutTV has lots of good content. Um, Call Me Mother, lots of other shows, Gauntlet, Gay Gauntlet Games, Go Go for the Gold, lots of cool stuff. Um and like lots of great, it has absolutely fabulous on there. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, a great series from Britain called Cucumber, followed by Banana, oh, followed Banana. by Tofu. Yeah, mm. those are good ones. Yeah, so Camp Wanakiki. I mean, it's crazy. I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, as of episode two, it's a good situation. I've been safe, and then I won. You won episode two. two. That is I so. You really deserved it. That you wore a couch look by um, Pretty Ugly Gorgeous in Toronto, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who does like amazing patchwork stuff. And you guys work together to make a couch look with yeah. a fully rhinestoned, um, removable and replaceable <laughs> converter. I call it a converter. What do you call it? Remote control. Remote control. In my household, it was always a converter, and I guess because yeah. it converts channels, so people call it a zapper. Yeah, um, that's like a, that's a, like a clicker. Old... I hate when people call it clicker. That's I hate clicker. that. 
That's like the old school term, the converter. That's like very 1950s. I um, am from that era, so yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a really amazing outfit. Um, and it's it's hard to move in. Um, and I got dressed and undressed by fellow out TV consorter, uh, Eddie Danger. He he helped me. <gasps> he helped dress you? Yes. I like to tell people now that I've been dressed and undressed by an erotic star. So mm-hmm. he's a very so were you horny on set? Like was everybody horny on set? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. But I kept it to myself. I kept it to myself. You know? <laughs> Did I you mean, ever hear anybody it, like were you okay, hold on a second. Your sleeping <laughs> arrangements. Were you in bunks? Like were you yes. in like a, a straight up camper bunk? Yes, it was it was like eight bunks across a hall. Um Was it so, all of you in the same room? Um six six and six. So six <gasps> of us in one cabin, six of us in the other. Um I I think I've told this, but um Coleslaw was a really bad snorer also, so um <laughs> So she actually drove most of the people to our cabin. Um, so I, we actually ended up with like everybody in our cabin. Oh my God. I would hate. I'm going to sneeze, by the way. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, she, she snores, I sneeze. Um, I would hate to have to bunk with people. One person, okay. But eight, six, eight of us in a room? No, thank you. It was weird. I mean, like, and that's the that's the thing also, because, like, you'd think it would be, like, ooh, sexy, sexy, but it's, like, you're also, like, sleeping in bunk beds that are designed for, like, children, and you're, like, yes, mm, uh, there's something weird about this. Like, <laughs> So not only are you in drag, like, how many hours? 16? Uh, sure. Like, it's all day. All day. Yeah. You know, not and a lot then of you get, And then you get to sleep on these, like, tiny little bunks? That's... <laughs> Like torture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least the Drag Race girls get a hotel room. <laughs> I know, I know. The Drag Race girls always complain. It's like it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like honestly, Camp Kiki is an experience done to itself. Um, yeah, but it was so good. Uh, a lot of people are very. I think that they when it sinks in, like we're actually doing these looks and like presenting. Uh, high concept drag, especially because even Camp Wanakiki, we're trying to keep up with even the drag race girls. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to rise to the level. Yeah. But we're doing it without production teams really helping us Uh at all. We're doing Uh it with less time and we're doing it outdoors in the elements. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you're staying in character the whole time. You're in drag Mm -hmm. the entire show. We never see you at a drag until you're kicked off. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's all character based. Um, yeah. The realist we get actually is in uh, the rec room, which is kind of like our version of the pit stop. Which um, I just realized you have a whole separate show for that. I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So actually, you're not getting the whole story if you're not watching the rec room. Uh, <laughs> uh, the rec room is on offer on the Camp Wanakiki YouTube under the membership. I think the membership is like five bucks a month or something. So it's okay. worth checking. It's worth checking out. If you want to see some of the other behind the scenes tea, where, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know, it was hilarious. I watched it today. It was quite entertaining. Um, yeah, so that that's fun. Do you get into any spats in uh, you yourself? I'm asking. Well, there was a little bit of a spat between me and Coleslaw. Um, they Ooh. didn't really bring it up too much because honestly, in Camp Wanakiki, we're not about drama, um, which is honestly. I've been watching a lot of Camp Wanakiki. I'll be honest, I didn't watch Canada's Drag Race last week. 
because uh, I was too invested in. Oh, you missed my- a good one, but you, I, I totally get it. It was your I'm premiere. Gonna, it was I'm your premiere get, week. I'm gonna get to it, but I just couldn't. And so coming back to Drag Race this week, I was like, man, Drag Race is all about drama. Um, yes, yeah. like they focus on the drama, and it's just like somebody says, like, "You ate my cereal," and it's just like violins start playing, and it's just like, ree, ree, ree. and it's like on Camp Winnikiki, we would not care about that. Um, they actually try to get rid of that. Right. Um, it's such a positive show. I I, yeah. I really think it's so positive, and I love that. Um, so you did incredible. We did have we did have we did have a spat, Coleslaw and I. <gasps> um, we had this camper thing where we had to build a fire uh-huh. this week and do ropes. We had to yes. do knots. It was kind of like a relay race. Yes. So I we all had to do a separate different rope, and I got a square knot. And it's just like a little diagram. I had to tie a square knot. Right. And I had a mental meltdown. I was like, I had no idea why I was so bad at tying ropes. Um, and they didn't really show it that well, but like coleslaw totally was like, Hillary, you have to know how to do this knot. And I'm like, you have to, <laughs> well, maybe you can help me, Hillary. And she's like, oh no, you figure it out. And it, it was just very weird, and we kind of got into a little thing. Uh, we're totally good now, but like, yeah. I do want, I do want, if you want the drama, there's drama. We just don't highlight it. Okay. Also, like those challenges are for comedy. Like the winner doesn't matter. There's not I really agree. a winner, is there? You know, I think it influences things. It depends upon the challenge. Okay. I mean, I think they do take it into account sometimes. But like, honestly, on Camp Wanakiki, the runway, the talent show, yeah, it's like really important. Like, oh it's yeah, more, that's what it's all about. It's honestly, it's weird because on you know Drag Race, it's like all fashion, fashion. But like, sometimes the talent show is more important than the challenge on Camp Wanakiki. Whereas like on Drag Race, sometimes the challenge is more important than the runway. You know, yeah. like, and you girls are bringing it this, this season, like the, the looks this particular week have been really good and it's oh, great yeah. to see camp with fashion, which is amazing. Um, your, I want to talk about your look a little bit because you were a couch, but you yeah. had change falling out of places. Like how, yeah. did, where, where was that change? How did you keep it in there and how did you release it? It's just kind of a magic trick. I held it in my hands and I just, no, yeah. It I was coming out of your it. hands? I thought I it was coming out of your boobs. It. No, I've just palmed it in my hands and it gives, oh. a great, it, great, it gives a great illusion. Oh, I thought it was coming out of your cushion boobs. No, you don't even have to do that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention. Well, it's all magic, you know, like it's all the magic tricks that you bring to the stage. And, um, after last week's episode, uh, I think Clinica really did well because she did all these gags with pulling bags out of herself because she was yeah. in this full bag gown, a plastic yeah. bag. It was really cool. Um, I knew that like they liked the gags. They wanted to be fun. They wanted to be stupid. Yes, that's what the show's about. And so I did every gag possible. I leaned back further than Naomi Smalls on a Tuesday to fully recline. Uh-huh, you sure um, did. Thank God... <laughs> Thank God they didn't show me getting up from leaning back that far. <laughs> the uh, editing was very kind. It was very kind. It was very kind. Yeah. <laughs> I fell on the floor. I fell on the floor. No, no, uh, Did you actually? No, no I, didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. But it was awkward. Um, and then there was, uh, I found a cookie in my boob. Um, you know, like yes. all couch stuff. And then, of course, the PS, uh, the, the coins. 
Uh-huh. They died. And I want to tell you, it was Canadian cash. The sugar bakers were so surprised. They were like, I've never seen a toonie before. Like, oh uh, it, was, it was an educational. Yeah, they're like that. <laughs> anyway, um, and then, of course, the piece de resistance is that I had the sequin, uh, no, a rhinestone remote control. Yes. Um, magneted to my butt. And then I just yes. kind of found it and stuck it as my, like, prime gemstone Becoming yes. the queen empress of drag couchdom. <laughs> it was a very smart outfit. It was smart. It was beautiful. It really worked. And you deserved your win. I think it was well conceived. And I'm very proud of Dustin for constructing it. Um, and Dustin, that was kind of the first drag look that he's actually put together. What? Um, yeah, kind of the fir- pretty much the first one. Because he wasn't, he was doing his jackets and stuff but now yeah yeah now people are like using him and getting him to do drag stuff all the time yeah so dustin owes me his career um a lot of people he paid you back by letting you walk his runway i I know he's done so many great things for me i love him i'm I'm, i just say it as a jest it's his total jest but like you know i think i i you know as camp queen sometimes we help out a lot of people and we don't necessarily uh get all the credit we deserve in the world <laughs> no for sure like I'm i use that <laughs> i i use gay i like i i saw gay pinhole's talent a lot of people did but like i worked a lot with gay pinhole especially during the pandemic Word. making videos for me editing videos for me and i would always post about about gay ping and be like hire this person they're so fucking good and then yeah. now you see all the drag race girls are using that her for all their content which is amazing that like I mean... she's getting that platform I mean, even Blake, uh, Blake, yeah, started, Blake Morrow. Blake Morrow started doing drag photos with us, and now yeah. he does all the Drag Race girls and totally forgets about us. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Blake. No, um, <laughs> no, we do love you, but it's kind of annoying sometimes. Like us, we are honestly cutting edge performers a lot of the time. We're underground, and we don't get the credit we deserve. Um, True. So. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? That's fine because all of you obviously don't have any good ideas. We're the ones that have good ideas and you just like to steal them all the time. So (laughs) work, work, baby. You heard it here first. Brooklyn Heights steals from Hillary Yass. Probably she does. (laughs) She stole from Amanda Lepore this week. I mean, like it was just straight out ripped from Amanda Lepore's closet. It was, it was, it was okay. Anyway. <laughs> it, it was all right it was um, fine you, your couch look actually was almost repeated on this episode twice on canada's drag race but I luckily know. those two people who also had couch looks did not make it to this episode so I went home <laughs> um i'm hoping uh yeah apparently bombay had a couch look and irma god had a couch look and vivian vanderpuss already did their couch look yeah, as their she walked in on a couch yes um I think it's kind of crazy. It must have been something in the air. All of these Canadian queens doing couch looks at the same time. Yeah, Except I, I was first. You were the first I, one to go to. Yeah, you filmed Camp Kiki a full year ago. Camp Kiki happened a year ago. So I'm yeah. telling you, people are stealing my ideas, whether they know it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, Hillary is in the zeitgeist and everyone is stealing from Hillary exactly yeah exactly we'll, we'll make that a meme hillary i've stolen from you i wear your outfits all the time <laughs> well my drag daughter i mean she steals all the outfits I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> uh i'm very happy i'm very happy right now there's still 
you know, lots of episodes of Camp Wanakiki to go. So, yeah. I mean, we're not done yet. So watch it. Please watch it. It's, we're turning it. And I have to say, um, it's funny. Like, I find the show very funny. It is very funny. Uh, I think this season has really ratcheted it up. Like, they've had to condense things into 45 minutes for TV. And I think it's done the comedy of the show a huge service. Because editing like comedy is in the editing for a lot of it. And like yeah. when you, when you have to be choppier, you have to like, you get to the joke quicker. Yeah. So like all seasons of Camp Wanakiki are funny, but they're a little bloated. I find. Yeah. And our season, because it has to be so specific. Yeah. Um, and just everybody on the season is really funny. Everyone is funny. Yes. Um, And everyone is in- individual and it's just a really good season. Please check out Camp Wanakiki if yeah. you can. There's good personalities this season. It's fun to watch. It's just it's honest, fun. Yeah, honestly, you're gonna, you know, you go, you're gonna watch Camp Wanakiki and see what we're doing on our show, and next year you're gonna see the same thing on Drag Race. I'm, I promise. Like, no, least, they still they don't understand. They don't know what comedy is over there. They still won't get it, even after gonna, watching Camp Wanakiki. But <laughs> have you seen like that? They had Camp Wanakiki, and then literally Drag Race stole Camp challenges and was doing Camp Wanakiki. Like it was. Well, they're still doing it badly, and they're still doing it, and they can't do it as well as we can. So, like, goodbye. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is now a Camp Wanakiki podcast. No more talk about Drag Race. I mean, it's almost over anyway. Maybe I'm, a, yeah. I, maybe I'm a little bit uh, biased, of course, but also like I'm a little bit miffed this week because uh, last week I missed the week, but we said goodbye to Irma, a beautiful camp queen from the yeah. East Coast. And this week we're saying goodbye to the other side, uh, Vivian, and yeah. I'm kind of like. Oh, both of my camp sisters are gone one after the other. And I don't agree. I just don't agree. They um, both but- brought great camp. I do agree with Irma's elimination last week. Um, I have questions about Vivian's elimination this week. So oh, let's I talk about it. Huge questions. So why, do you want to get into like the start of the episode here? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Canada's Drag Race season three episode. Three. What is it? Seven? Eight, seven. Eight. I think it's this one was one, eight. This one was eight. It's the one before the finale, right? So Yeah. Although I don't know if they're going to do a reunion. I heard there was a reunion, so who knows what's actually going to happen next week. I don't think there's a reunion next week. I think it's the finale next week. Thank God. Because, I mean, eh. Canada's Drag Race is on the same night as Camp Wanakiki, so people need to come to my viewing party, which is doing fine, by the way. I don't need you. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've had to work the last two weeks. I haven't been able to go, but I am off this coming Thursday, so I will be there. Last night, uh, we're doing this on Friday, but last night was the viewing party for episode two, and I felt the love. People good loved it, so thank you. Well, it's um, fucking lovable, and you're fucking lovable, so. Um, but back to Canada's Drag Race. Um, okay, yeah, back so. To Irma went it home. Was, it was really dramatic at the start. I can't remember. Was it? They did, like, phone calls home. Oh, yeah. Well, not phone call. They got, like, a video message from home. A video message from home. And uh, can we talk about the fact that Jada Shada Hudson, no one loves her enough, so baby Bell Bell had to come onto the phone? <laughs> that made me laugh a little bit. Um, no, it's not that she doesn't have anybody who, like, her mom comes to visit, and, like, no, her mom yeah. knows that Jada, I, I'm, so I'm wondering how they didn't get her mom, but I guess, like, someone in Barbados is like, I don't have time for this. 
Um, yeah. So I know. I think it, I think it was funny because everybody got a message and just like was moved to tears. Giselle's uh, partner. Um, yeah. Fierce even had a moment. You like almost saw a tear fall down her cheek. Like maybe... yeah, you really notice how like this person is not out there with their emotions at all because she was very like. Like, I don't know. If my mom did that, I probably would have, like, had the same reaction because I'm also not very in touch with my emotions. But, like, right. it should be making me, like, break down. That yeah. she was just very... Inter- she internalized it. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's weird watching the episode because I'm feeling a lot of these things, too, watching myself on Camp yeah. Wanakiki. Um, I forgot how emotional I was um, mm-hmm. being in those situations. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm very emotional and vulnerable. Um, but... It was really funny watching the juxtaposition of like when it got to Jada and Belle Bell popped up and Jada yeah. was just kind of like, kind of had this look of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> and no shade, Belle Bell, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, did you have to come and drag? I don't know about that. But Belle Bell found a way. Belle Bell found a way to get herself on Drag Race. <laughs> finally can say she was on Canada's Drag Race. Um, wait, hold on a second. I'm really curious as to how they get these parents to do it. Like, how did they get Fierce's mom? Because mm. I know that Fierce's mom is not necessarily very supportive of her drag. And yeah. So, like, I'm very, like, do they just, like, because I don't want them ever reaching out to my mom and being like, we need you to make this video for your child who's on Drag Race. Like, right. that's not fucking cool. Um, so did they all pre, like, did they give them in advance names that they would like be open to hearing a message from or who should make a message for them? So mm-hmm. I'm wondering who was on Jada's list. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, like they're very specific. Some of the parents were like top five. So, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Right. Maybe, I, I mean, like maybe when it's I saw that actually, Zoom, Maybe it's just because things are so Zoom heavy, like it's easy for their producer yeah. to do it like on a weekend or whatever. Yeah. I actually have a feeling that they had all the people make the videos like weeks ago saying top five, mm. but like not knowing whether or not they would actually make it to the top five. Yeah. And then um, they just aired whatever they got. And I think that's such a sadder situation because then you're <laughs> like, there are all those videos out there where it's like, he got to the top five, and they did it. And they did it. Oh, well. top five, top five. My goodness. So we're missing a lot of, like, the classic. Like, we didn't get uh, a puppet challenge. Like, all the other international seasons are doing puppet challenges. Uh-huh. I think season one did it. Season did two you also notice, but also, did you notice that... Um, they had my favorite judge on uh, for most of the episode. Um uh-huh. What's his name? Um, what's yeah, what's his, his name? name? Brad Goreski. The one, Brad, Brad, that's it, Brad, right? <laughs> yeah. Brad? Um, did you notice that like he was like the only one they had? And also yeah. he looked over to the wall and was like, where's the masks that you guys are supposed to make? If that was of? supposed to be a bit, if that was supposed to be a comedy thing, like a, a nod to the fact that they don't have a pit crew, they did uh, that so fucking badly. I think they don't, have a pit crew i think i think there's some budget issues like this season obviously there's some budget issues well they didn't have a pit crew last year because of covid i don't know what the excuse is this year they have a Mm. great pit crew from season one who are like still working 
heavily in promoting the fact that they were on Drag Race. Like, bring them back. We want to see them again. Maybe they, they don't were have all money. so sexy. Maybe, Maybe they, they don't have, have money. money. That's the thing. But like honestly, that yeah. bit, that mask bit was so awkward. Brad mm. is the most awkward person on TV. I don't understand I, what's happening. What are they doing? I I just think that they don't have money. Like they have these hosts, and the hosts are kind of like called in here and there, and there's no money. I I honestly think it's a money thing, and I think it's been showing throughout this season. Yeah, like, the money is not there. They the, haven't paid the light bill. The lights are off the entire time. Yeah, Crave is not. I don't know. I don't think Crave is interested in a fourth season. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think Crave is interested in making good TV. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but I mean, the prize is so high, like $100,000. Like, that's that's a significant chunk of change for uh, the budget, yes. too. So. Well, that's, that's the thing. is like the budget's all going to the prize money. But at the same time, like, having such a huge cast, like, because it's a huge cast, but they don't have to pay anyone except for, like, I don't know, maybe a per diem or something. But it's nothing. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. not what you should be getting paid. Um, right. I don't know. I just think they need to think about their budgeting. Like, where's the money going? Like, obviously, this set leads needs less money because the set sucks. Like, <laughs> I like the set. I think the set's nice. I think it's just not lit I think it's well. That's the problem. It's, it's not. It's, it's distracting. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, you get their messages from home, and then they have a ball to do. Yeah, so the balls. They have to do a ball, three looks. So we're going to have to go through a lot of looks this episode. Oh, my God. Ugh. Was there anything that was happening in the sewing? I mean, like, obviously, Vivian and Giselle are told to be, like, the best sewers there, right? They're told to be. Yes, that's correct. And then everyone else is, like, the hot glue gun team. We're the hot glue gun girls. <laughs> uh, which, like, fine, yes. And they actually do make good creations with hot glue. I'm not going to be mad at them. What is that? Is that the ice cream truck? It is. It sounds like an airplane. Oh. Oh. Well, it's much more exciting than this episode was. No, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Should I close my windows? No, it's okay. You're you're so smoking hot. Oh my goodness. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Um, I mean, I don't know. Was there anything else other than the looks in this episode to talk about? I don't think so. That's pretty much it. Yeah, no, yeah, let's just get to the looks. It's just the looks. Okay, well, why don't we take a break and move on to the looks? Okay, good, because I have to blow my nose. Good. Close a window or something. Buy me some ice cream if you can. You you know what I like best about the ice cream truck mm. is that when when it comes around they play the lambada. What? That's they the lambada. Oh, I thought it was just like a wind chime. Anyways, we'll be back, squirrels. See you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> goodness we're back and um apparently uh there's an air raid in your location because there it is again oh my god it's getting louder 
is that just some old woman farting on the street? Like, what is this? I wish because I miss that lady. I don't know where she went. But well, say uh, hi to Vicky for me. <laughs> <laughs> she is not too far from me. Uh, uh, no, I live right by the air show. And for those of you who do not live in Toronto, the air show <gasps> is the stupidest. <gasps> Oh, yeah, keep are you, going, keep going. Are you getting I'm, 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 I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. Yeah, forgetting. <laughs> uh, so the air show is the stupidest thing that they do every single year where fighter jets just fly around in, uh, I guess, in sequence with each other. Mm. It's the loudest mm. zooming mm. sound. It sounds like my mm. roof is going to blow off my house. It is. Fighter jets. Fighter jets. Is that what yeah. they call them? I thought they were called dicks in space. Um, I mean, they basically are. <laughs> and and they blow off your the top of your house. Mm, why don't they come in and blow you first? Mm, okay. Oh, oh, uh, oh, I'm May no. West all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> why don't you come over and blow me sometime? Talking about the, yeah, the fighter jets. I mean, they're kind of interesting to, I mean, like, that's crazy that you can pilot a ship like that so amazingly. Sure. Whatever. But like, anyway. It's also great that you can disturb entire fucking neighborhoods in I know, a city it's very loud. and terrorize but, the people who live there. <laughs> I know. Um, but talking about the CNE, which is like the fair in Toronto here, um, have you heard about the crazy new ice cream flavor? Because they always have a food thing, right? No, I live right by it. I should go today. No, I don't. They have a today. crazy new they, some of the crazy new food things. Uh, the big thing this year is ketchup and mustard flavored ice cream no thank you get out of here for twelve dollars twelve bucks yeah apparently it's disgusting of course it's disgusting (laughs) of course i don't know ketchup flavored chips are delicious they're amazing if you don't live in canada you need to come get some this is ice cream i don't know i don't know gross (sighs) it's a problem i mean there used to be good things remember like the cronut and like um Yes. Oh, I don't know, like apple cake, uh, apple apple pie, milkshakes and stuff. I don't know, cool stuff. But this is a bit much. I'm not. No, sure. this is going too far. Too far, even for camp Ugh, to be camp. I don't accept um, it. Okay. Well, uh, this is one Ooh. of those episodes. This is one of those episodes where we have a lot of looks. But thank God, there's only like five people left, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like, there's only fifteen looks to talk about. There's not. Oh. Like, on a, on a regular season of Drag Race, when they do the ball, when there's still 12 oh of God. them. It takes us two hours to get through this. Yeah, like, no uh, thank you. So the overall theme is like mask, masculinity, or like just the word mask. Mask right? for mascara, yes. So there's mask for mascara, and then there's uh, the masquerade eleganza that they had to make based uh-huh. on out of materials based on some mask that Vivian assigned to each of them. And right. then there's... Incognito. Incognito, which is like a reveal look where you're supposed to be like incognito and then reveal into elegant drag uh, after yeah. that or whatever. Something by day and then really? drag queen by night or whatever. I yeah. love I love that. I love incognito. That's a good... It's a great category. That's a great category. Yeah, I'm disappointed with a lot of the takes on it though. So let's get into it. All right, so which one's first? The mask for mascara? Mask, mask for mascara. So they describe this category as gender F, gender fuck. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of the queens did drag king looks yeah. that I wasn't super happy about. I was like, Some of them actually wore outfits that were provided to them by drag kings. So, but like, it's not drag king, it's gender F. So I was yeah. like, I, I was a little bit confused by this category and some of the placements, therefore. Right. 
So uh, I think first of the runway was Giselle Lullaby doing yes. uh, like Givenchy Paris. I don't know. I think it's Comme des Garçons or Pop by the Sailor. Oh, Pop by the Sailor. <laughs> no, it's an actual. Is it like oh. a painting? No, 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 no. It's a designer. Oh. It's a specific oh. designer. I'm going to see if I can find it. I know his name. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Guy. It's Jean-Paul Gaultier. Gaultier. Okay, Gaultier. Yeah. I thought this was fine. I, I thought it was, it was fantastic. Fine. Knowing that, like, getting the reference, like, it is very Jean-Paul Gaultier. Like, it's very that with, like, My the pro- French sailor. Yeah. I just didn't think it was all that gender F. I thought it was okay. I don't know. I thought it was more drag king. It was fine. Oh, I thought it was gorgeous. I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a great way to take this, especially from someone who is French. I give mm-hmm. it a nut. Oh, totally. Yeah, I give it a cut. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. I think next was Kimmy Couture coming out in her cape a la Liberace with tassels on her boobs. And um, Fun I guess... fact about this is yeah. this is not her own look. This was provided to her by Cyril Cinder, a drag king in Ottawa. Oh, is this a Cyril look? This is a Cyril oh, look. This is a very Cyril look. Yeah, it is very Cyril. Yeah. Yeah, and props to Kimmy for doing it because, of course, like Brooklyn said, this would inspire some dysphoria. Um, True. A trans person. Um, but yeah, I don't like it on her, unfortunately. This is a you don't. No, I like it. it. I, I think it's, I don't think it's serving what I want. Like, it's just, no, I don't like it. Too simple. No, I like it. I wish that it wasn't uh, topless. What's the story here, though? Like, I don't get a story out of this. I'm getting, like, Liberace, like, very, like, flamboyant gay man with a cape. Who wears tassels? I, I don't understand this. Do yeah, it's like gender it? fuck. Yeah. Okay. I, I cut it. Sorry. You want gender fuck, you get gender fuck, you hate gender fuck. What's happening? <laughs> Maybe I don't understand the category, but it's my life and I'm living it my way. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give I give this a nut. I do like it. Also, who cares? Like, if I cut it, who cares? I'm not special. Okay, Um. next. You're the winner of Camp One and Kiki Season 4, Episode 2. Episode 2. <laughs> so special. Um. Uh. I think it was Vivian next with this Sure, thing. let's say that. Yeah. I think... I, I, this is gender fuck to me because this is just like a hoity toity. I love with the, the cod piece and mm-hmm. she came out in the jacket at first. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is a total nut for me. I want you to know, I love everything about this except the fit. I think the fit is a crime. I think really? it's so baggy and loose on her, like in the middle. Really? It's yeah. Okay. Okay, no, I, I see what you mean. Um, maybe it's just not it's not corseted enough, but um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like it looks like it was made for a different body, and then she put it on. It's really weird. Yeah, but the thing is, I I disagree with that actually because a male figure is not the same as a vava voom hourglass shape. Well, so that's this is important for gender. No, we're going. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's with. gender screwy, and I don't. I Drag Race is so hung up on the hourglass shape. And I no, know but it's not queen, about hourglass. It's about the fit. I know like, it queen, just doesn't fit her. I disagree. I think this is gorgeous. Um, it's sorry. baggy. It's loose. I'm giving it a, a, I'm giving it a nut, but I have a criticism about it. All right. Well, it's gorgeous. Good job, Vivian. Um, and then who's up next? Let's oh, say Miss yeah. Hercilicious. 
Miss Futurelicious. From the front, I think this is beautiful. Matthew Anderson. It was a little basic for me. I was like, okay, this is really good. I don't know if I see the gender F here. But then she turned around and I was like, yeah. The lingerie reveal, like full backless. That that was incredible. I this still liked it from the front, but uh, but like with the back. I, but I try, I try to like temper my expectations. Like, here's the giant caveat: every look on the runway of Drag Race is amazing. Nuts and cuts mean nothing. They mean nothing. Everything, they really, especially every, coming from us. <laughs> every look is amazing. Every single look. I'm just being really picky. Yeah, you got it. Um, this is our job. This is our job exactly. as podcast hosts. <laughs> We're here to criticize the runways and the judges. Criticize, so. criticize runways that do not deserve criticism whatsoever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This this look is wonderful. It's a nut for me. It is a nut. Okay. And then we got Jada Shada Hudson. This is the look that I have probably the most problem with because I think it's just Drag King and I don't like it. Oh, I, I love this. It tells a story. Like, I know yeah. who this person is. And yeah. she sells it on the runway, like, I think it's fantastic. I know exactly what she's going for, and I love it. I do like the look. I think we've seen it before. I think we've seen a rhinestone suit uh, done just like this before on Drag Race multiple times. Sure. So it's not original. I've it's never okay. seen Jada in a look like this. Like, not even just on Drag Race, but in life. <sighs> I, I know, think she, I'm, she and I'm saying great. I'm not saying she doesn't look good. I think she looks amazing. But for the challenge of gender F, I'm like, no, this is a cut. I'm down with it. I give it a nut. Work. 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 Work, <laughs> Work diva. <laughs> Work diva. Again, I love them all. I'm moving on. <laughs> we got Incognito. Cheeto. Uh, who's first? The, 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 the same order. So Giselle was the first one. And mm. she gave us a schoolgirl who turns into a dry queen. Yeah. I don't know. For me personally, uh-huh. I don't think the two had anything to do with each other. And what I'm looking for, oh. what I'm most critical of in this particular category is a story to be told. And well, she told us a story with her words, but I didn't see it with the looks. I personally, I saw this story because I do think um, when you're going out and you're you're young and you you know you're trying to hide yourself, especially when you're like yes. young and in school. Yes. And you have to like go out into the world hiding your reality, your camp, your drag from your parents. And then you're able to take off all the ugly little girl drag, which I loved her little ugly girl drag. Very Matilda. Very like Matilda. It was. Yeah. Um, And she took it off. And I have to say, I know they were criticizing her reveal was a little quote unquote clunky. I, and you know this. I live mm-hmm. for a clunky, stupid, funny, badly done reveal. But I when do you them, do it, it's on purpose. I do them all the time because I love I it's stupid. Like just it is stupid. Revealing badly is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. And it's hilarious. And it's hilarious when you do it. It was hilarious when she did it because she did my, my favorite thing is when something goes wrong, you play into it. You don't yeah. you don't let it fluster you. You play into it. Yeah. And she did that. And I love that. I give her props for that. I also I give her love... props for her first look. I give yeah. her props for her story. I do yeah. not give her props for the second look. I think, first of all, it's an ugly drag look. And I don't like the hair. I don't like the hair. I don't like the I don't like it with the outfit. I don't like the outfit itself. Right. And now. I don't 
see how the two connect to each other. Like, I don't see how that little girl would become this drag queen. Uh, you know what I, mean? I, I see what you mean. I also, but I also like applaud like the difference between the looks. Like it, they're so strikingly different. It's like yeah, because they're not good, because they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> you're you're not wrong, and I think she'd probably agree with you on that. I'd be like, you're right, you're right. Um, I give it a cut. Overall, I give it a nut because I live for a bad transition um, done well like that, and. I think even she was probably playing it up more and they were trying to make it seem like she was screwing up because that's what they do on Drag Race. Um, right. So Giselle is a nut. Well, she is a nut. She's a total nut. Um, she, and I love that about her. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have Kimmy Couture. Kimmy Couture. Speaking okay. of two looks that are not connected. <laughs> this first look, though, the a- Asian 25 anon- anonymous thing. <gasps> Hillary, both of our microphones just fell. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's the apocalypse. Um, the Asian Anonymous 25 square that she came out in. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. It was a great take on it. Brilliant. Such a statement. Um, so camp. Unfortunately, when she came out in essentially just a colorful bodysuit with, you know, vivacious spikes on her head. Yeah. It said nothing. It about said nothing. Who she is. And At nothing all. about the story she's telling. It had nothing to do with the with the grinder person. Again, like, it's a good look. Like I love the look. It's fun. But like, yeah. what? But what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, bitch? Um, yeah. And also, I kind of wish, like, even though I love the grinder thing, I wish that had been incorporated into some kind of costume. I think a fighter jet's about to fly. Here it comes. Can you hear it yet? Is it coming? It's coming. Is this not going to... I don't think this is going to rip gonna, my roof off. Isn't it going to come over to you? It's is it coming. Come yeah. Why don't you come into my oh, house and blow my roof off sometimes? Here comes. Here comes. Oh. Um, but I wish oh. that, the, that, the, that it wasn't just a piece of fabric she was holding in front of her that she dropped. Like, I wish that it was yeah. a look. You know what I mean? I it's totally... A, I totally buy that. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, a very daring choice to just hold a piece of fabric. But, like... It's designed. We've seen worse. Like, I'm sorry. What's her name? She won like season 10 or something. Aquaria. Yeah. She stapled some black cardboard to her body and they let her win. I think that's daring. Um, Valentina came out with literally two little things. Oh, that was brilliant. That was a that was a very recognizable Madonna look. It's a very recognizable look, but it's simple and it's daring. So like, yeah, I, I I think a daring thing like this as a reveal that is so striking, like the anonymous uh, Asian twenty five, uh-huh. brilliant, iconic, historic. I love it. Uh, I'll forgive, you know, the anti fashion. <laughs> I will not. I'm going to give this a cut because the, the, there was no relation to the second look. It made me oh, angry. Totally. Oh, totally. No, this is this is a cut because the second look is not makes no sense right um but yeah this is a cut unfortunately yeah um vivian vivian oh my god i mean i can't not like this this is so no. camp this she comes is out as, she comes out as a chef she has sleeve reveals uh-huh. and then the chef outfit completely transforms into a waitress with pasta on her boobs <laughs> yeah brilliant dress and fantastic then, and then the chef's hat is removable to reveal a giant beehive. 
This is wonderful. This is drag. This is the category that it tells a fucking story that is related. Oh my God. Yeah. It's and, good. They criti- is- and they just criticized her about skipping too much. What a fucking stupid criticism. They're like, oh, you have a personality. We don't want to see that. Can you just give us nothing? Well, it's like, I don't care if you skip down the runway. If that's how you serve who you are, exactly. skip down the runway. Just because Kimmy Couture, I haven't seen her do anything but like strut. Like you're gonna you're and you're gonna criticize Vivian for skipping? Like go go fuck Yeah, yourself. excuse her for having a fucking personality. Like what's your fucking yeah, problem? I don't understand. God, I hate the show sometimes. It's it's maddening. Okay, Jada Shada Hudson comes out in a black dress, which re- reveals to the same dress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Um it was. It's not a great. It's not a great dress. No. It's, it's okay. I. No, I, I don't. I don't know what was happening. Oh, um, everything. The second look was. It's terrible. It just kind of looks like a dress, like that has layers that you lifted up the one layer, and it was like this is a reveal. Um, I'm not sure what the story is here. There's it no story. Great. Wasn't there's great. no story. It's a. It's a nut. It's a cut. That's it's a cut. It's a cut. Total cut. That's a total cut. Sorry, Jada. <laughs> and then yeah. of course we got Ms. Fearshalicious coming out in this. Uh, the, I guess the girl, the village girl with the fruit basket on her head, mm-hmm. with the wrap, mm-hmm. which I thought was already very chic, right? Already gorgeous, so chic. Like I yeah. was like, that girl is beautiful. Yeah, she sold that. Yeah, and then drops it, and she's in this beautiful stone gold banana bikini. Her Josephine um, Baker moment. Josephine Baker and she looks stunning. She looks incredible. And I like that the both are connected via fruit. There is something of a story. There is black history in both of them. Oh, oh wow. Um yeah. she does say something, a fact that I told her after like she told me she was doing Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, because she was a spy. She was like a Nazi a, a spy against the Nazis during mm-hmm. World War II. And Fierce did not know that. She was like, what? Mm. <laughs> it was like, it's a real fact. Fierce, look it up. So I'm glad that she said it on the runway. I will gladly take my credit for giving her that information. I um, mean, Josephine Baker as an incognito. Ex- that's per- perfect. Yeah. And then I yeah. kind of wish she had, you know, played that. But I do like that she did go into Black history here and and played with her culture. Absolutely. I mean, it's hard to critique this because, I mean, she has the body to do it and both looks just so beautiful. Yeah, Um, it's stunning. Wow. Big nut for that. Um, Yep. Nut, 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 nut. I think that's Incognito. And then we move on to this masquerade eleganza. So what do you think of Giselle's look overall? First of all, she had problems because when she tried to steam her lining, it turns out it wasn't lining and it all melted. Yeah, <laughs> it was glue. It was glue. Um, oops. Well, I mean, that's definitely a problem that could be, you know, had on a show like this where you like you're not familiar with the fabric and then you pick it up and you find out the lining is actually glue. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. I think she turned it out uh, like for the amount of amount of help that she gave everybody else mm-hmm. for the amount of mm-hmm. time and problems that she ran into with this look. 
Mm-hmm. She she turned out a stunning masquerade ball with giant puffy sleeves, mm-hmm. with only a couple of flaws, mm-hmm. like that she she wasn't able to hem the right. skirt. Right. Like it was still stunning if you ignore the fact that she couldn't hem the skirt. You know. For me, it is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I you think hate it this? is. I think it's hideous. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think it's the colors. I don't think. I don't. And I, I don't know. I think it's ugly. For me, I definitely, I love, I love how it goes with the mask, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. I also find she has issues pairing a wig with an outfit. I think this wig does her a bit of a disservice. Yeah, you don't think, like, blue goes with uh, red hair? I think it's nice and striking. Very, like, very, like, period, also. Uh-huh. It is very period. It is an ugly period. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it an, a cut. She, I mean, not everyone has the best wigs. Like, Giselle, we've seen her wigs. They're not the best. Right. Like, I mean, who cares? Like, wigs are wigs. And Giselle definitely has that sensibility of, like, just do it. Just do drag. Whatever. Like, put yeah. the wig on. Have fun. And I love that about Giselle. I love that, too. You know, like, every wig doesn't have to be perfect and quaffed. Like, Fierce Alyssis has a box. Seriously, it looks like she has a box of styled wigs that someone made for her. For and, sure. You know, and I'm like, it's nice that you have all these beautiful styled wigs, but Giselle is has so much talent beyond that you know what i mean i know shade to fierce but like giselle just uh, anyway i i yeah good i i'm not faulting her for a, a less than stellar right. wig like i'm not doing that especially on a design challenge i am i'm giving her a cut <laughs> fine you you didn't listen to my plea for humanity <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't i'm giving you a nut giselle <laughs> Who comes out next? Is it Kimmy? Kimmy. Probably. Okay. I don't know. We're making things up as we go here. Okay, Kimmy. This is this is one of those looks. We yeah. talked about them. This is a corset with paper glued to it. Yeah, and, which Giselle warned her against, but here we are. But again, Giselle is giving us the same silhouette that she's given us 55 times. It's Kimmy, not that, Giselle. Sorry, Kimmy is giving us this same silhouette with the, the low-hanging cape that she can kind yeah. of flounce in back. Yeah. She knows this isn't good. This is okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it's a mess. I don't know why she chose to go this route when she had something much better planned. Because you are so tired. Like, yeah. Being on a reality TV show makes you so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet she was just like, just let it be over. Like, yeah. I don't care. Especially you're in top five. Like, you are one away. Like you're going to be in every episode regardless. Right. You know? So like, I think that's probably when your spirit breaks. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, And it is broken and we can see the fruits of that labor. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's a cut. It's a cut. It's pretty, but it's a cut. Uh, (laughs) And we've got what? Vivian. I I really like this. I I like like this too, especially that it's an edited down version of what she was going to do that Brad told her was too much. Okay, but I don't understand the judging on this. So the judges, 
Literally, Brad says, okay, but don't do too much. And then she she makes sure to make it perfectly tailored. It's a perfectly tailored suit, two-piece yeah. suit with tails that she made, asymmetrical, goes with the mask. It's beautiful. She's wearing perfect hair with it. I think it's really cute, the cut at the ankle with nice black shoes. Everything is perfect. And then once she gets to the runway, they're like, it should have been more. And also, you were skipping. And also... We don't like your face and camp drag <sighs> isn't valid. And I was just like, I don't yeah. understand what is going on. They're gaslighting Vivian yes. so hard on the runway. Yes. This is um, gorgeous. And, uh, and, then, okay. and, then, and then Brooklyn makes this comment. It's like, well, this isn't America's next top model or, you know, the sewing competition one. This is drag race. It has to be extra. <sighs> I was like, what? Are you kidding that's not what you said, like, every other week. And five minutes ago. And five yeah. minutes ago. I, I just... Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. Um, there is one thing that bothers me about this, and I didn't know what it was until I'm watching it now, and she's not wearing hips. And oh, yeah. it's just kind of, like, flat on her lower half. And I'm kind of like, uh, I don't necessarily like that. That's true. I mean, it is very, like, Marlena Dietrich. You know, like, it's very, like... Yeah. You know... Maybe that's what she was going for, that kind of, like, fit that way. I don't but does know. she always not wear hips? I think she does, doesn't she? You know, I'd have to look. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care enough to look. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give this... I'm, gonna, I'm giving it a nut. Like, I love this look. A nut. I mean, like, good for her. Um, and then we got Mrs. Fierce-alicious. She made a gown. Good for her. She did. It is a lovely gown. I it is very, very simple. I think it's very pretty. Like, it fits her. Yeah. Um, she's got some booty. And they were provided pads by Planet Pepper. So maybe... <gasps> maybe oh. the fact that Vivian didn't wear pads was kind of like a... a, a fuck you to her. Planet Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Planet Pepper. No, don't fuck you, Planet Pepper. I love your stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please sponsor us. Please, please. Um, Fierce looks gorgeous. She made something very simple looking, but it's like very clean. There's clean yeah. lines. Like it's very well done. And they and she did nice, nice little embellishments. I think yeah. too. Really, cute. it's a nut. It's, it's a, a nut. nut. Good job, Fierce. Then we move on to Jada Shada Hudson. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't like it. It's you okay. don't, eh? Okay, no. I really like it. I don't like the organza that's all over her. No. Um, I love the sleeves. I love these sleeves. I think the sleeve idea is good. And I think that the organza is a lot better than those fans she was going to put on. Yeah. It's also impressive that she was able to make these sleeves. Uh, I guess. I mean, like, they're just, yeah, sure. I would never, I would never be able to do that. Well, who helped her? Probably Giselle. And then she put a hoop on the bottom too. So I'm like wondering where all this help came from at the last minute. Um, Detective Hillary's on the scene. Yeah, exactly. Detective <laughs> Hillary wants to know. I still don't think it looks good from behind. Um, and they didn't show a lot of it from behind. I think it's right. very plain. It's okay. Uh, like, I'm not going to cut it because it is it is good. Good job, Jada. But Detective Hillary uh, has an inquiring mind here. Um, and I'm not, not living. So, no. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what to say. So, uh, okay. I mean... Vivian, Vivian and Kimmy ended up in the bottom. Do you agree with that? I don't do agree not. with Vivian. I do not agree with Vivian, especially not considering her incognito was one of two that actually fit the brief and did the assignment properly. 
Yeah, I just, well. that, I just think that she fit the brief every time, and yeah. some other people didn't. Um, I do think either Giselle or Jada should have been in the bottom with Kimmy. For sure. Uh, I do think Giselle or Jada, those are the two that should have been down there. Personally, def- I, think, definitely Kimmy. I think probably Jada, um, but maybe that's not the story they're trying to sell, you know? Yeah. I think they... I've been saying they've been going easy on Jada all season. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty obvious. I mean, we love her. I mean, even baby Bell Bell loves her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you and Bell Bell. I want to see a show of the two of you together. On just a like mic. just like fighting each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be it would be like the nicest backhandiest show ever. Too, it's like, it oh my would. god, Bell Bell, you're so nice to look at. You- it, I, one of my I'm favorite things is when one of my favorite things is when you come for Belle, Belle on Facebook and she just laughs at it. It's very funny. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we go through periods of like unfriending each other and friending each other. Really? Like, Actually, mm, I didn't know all that. Oh, a hundred percent. But we're just like, well, we can't not pay attention. That is so <laughs> funny. Um, okay. Social media is wild. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so. Okay, Vivian goes home. Uh, well, wait, I mean, the song was fun. I thought the lip sync... Okay, the lip sync. Yeah. I do not think Kimmy Couture won that lip sync. You don't? Mm-hmm. I think... Here's what I think. I think Vivian did a fantastic job in the lip sync. I do think Kimmy definitely won that one. I don't think Kimmy... Because Kimmy... The thing is, Kimmy's been in the bottom a lot, and she's just giving us the same moves over and over and over again. This was a lot only of her second time. It's a lot of whacking. It's a lot of stuff. It's just mm, goodbye. Yeah. Um, I think she did better in this one than she did in the other one. I think they're pushing narratives. I think they want Kimmy there. Kimmy sells a great, like she's POC. She's trans. She, and she's going to do a great job in the finale challenge. They want her there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, they want Jada. Uh, They want, um, fierce and they want Giselle those fierce. are the people they want Vivian and they want has... Giselle because Giselle is Quebecois representation so it's just like Vivian is the one that they can get rid of and no one's yeah. going to be mad and also she gets the fifth place comedy spot that all the comedy queens used to get True. Like back in the day True. and, and she's also going to go out with a smile on her face which she did Yeah. so I don't know. I, I don't think it's the right top four, but it is the top four that makes the most symbolic sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Yeah. I see two people out of this top four that I could see winning the show. Who? Fierce and Giselle. Irma God and Vivian Vanderpuss. Okay, we're agreed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think Fierce had an incredible run on the show. She she created a lot of great TV, but also she created some incredible runways and performed really well in most of the challenges, especially the comedy challenges. I agree. Fear, fear, delicious. I'm very proud of you. You've done uh, Toronto proud. Very I, proud. I, I think it's going to go to either you or Giselle Lullaby at the end of the day. Yeah. Like and I Giselle just has winner right energy. She just has like, Mm-hmm. she conducts herself like a winner she's yeah. very professional she's very kind she's hilarious she's got a great fashion sense sometimes uh she's a great performer she just got mm. it all she got a full package mm. 
does she have a full package? I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Well, if, if we lend her Vivian's cod case from, <laughs> from the uh, Master of Mascara, like, we can find out. Oh, yeah. Vivian filled that out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God. It's, uh, it's the finale next week. Are you ready to get this show over with? And then we don't have to talk to each other anymore. Uh, do you think Vi- Do you think we'll even be able to resurrect Vicky Licks for the finale? I think there is a, a very good chance that we can. Do you think that there might be a potential that we'll get Vicky Licks back? Or will if it be you, Vicky? If you mm-hmm. want Vicky to be on the finale of Squirrel Talk, uh, Canada's Drag Race Season 3, <laughs> write in, rate, comment, subscribe, give us five stars. If you're going to give us anything less, don't do that. Uh, slide it, slide into our DMs, slide into Vicky's DMs, mm-hmm. any of them you want. Um, if you can find her. And, uh... Maybe we'll make it happen for you, squirrels. Ooh. Ooh. No <laughs> promises, but we'll try. I'll be screaming at my mother from down the street. Mom! Yeah. Oh. Is she out there? Mom! She seems to have started, stopped farting, so that's a good sign. <laughs> that is a good sign. It's gotten a little quieter out here, yeah. Well, and that's it. better. That's it, Selena. We did it. We did it again. We did it. Uh, I cannot wait to come back here next week and talk about Camp Wanakiki Season 4, Episode 3. Me too. It's a dramatic one, I'll tell you that. Ooh, is it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's a mm-hmm. drama. There's some drama. Drama, drama on the comedy show. Drama on a comedy show. It'll be interesting to see how they represent this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. But for now... I'm a winner. Woo! And listen, if you're in <laughs> Toronto and you want to see me and Hillary live, you can come see Yas and Vile presents the play that we just wrote just now at Comedy Bar on Wednesday, September 14th at That's 8 o'clock. Right. Ticket link in my bio on Instagram at Selena Vile. Um, right. Or you can we're catch doing us. It, uh, we're doing it like every second Wednesday at Comedy Bar in Toronto. That's so. not true. It's the second Wednesday of every month. Second Wednesday of every... Yeah, that's what I mean. Whatever. Moving on. We should just do it every second Wednesday just so it (laughs) makes sense to people. Uh, All right. That's enough. Um, Yeah. And you can see us around Toronto. We're on street corners and whatever. So, uh, okay. Well, talk to you next week, Selena. We did it. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye Goodbye now. now. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Did you enjoy your nuts?